What's up, folks? This is Tony Brew and Aaron Dawson. You're listening to or watching, as the case may be, Christianity Now. Christianity Now is the podcast where Aaron Dawson and I discuss things that are pertinent to the church from the timelessness of God's Word. Aaron, we have a verse that we read every week. You have that at the ready. Yes, I are, do. Are you as the sons of Issachar? Yes, in this case, I am. And I'm getting better at that. I have the verse ready. Of the there sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200, and all their brethren were at their command. Absolutely. And uh, look, we got to have understandings of the times. Aaron, I'm just going to dive right into this. Let's do it. I don't, I, I, I almost went without a video this week because I wanted to discuss this so called revival at Ashbury College. Yeah. And, you know, do, do you remember whenever, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Not Jimmy Swaggered. Um, oh, come on. Huge. But you used to preach it uh, before Adrian Rogers. He preached at the Bellevue. Joel Osteen? No, no. no uh, I'm sorry. Th- this is old. This dude's dead. Um, oh, come on. He died the same year that Hugh Hefner died. <laughs> okay. Billy Graham. Billy, oh. Okay. Whenever Billy Graham died, I saw many of my brethren putting out posts saying, rest in peace, saying, rest in peace, um, talking about the exemplary life this man led and how good of a Christian he was. And there was all kinds of squabble because it, it always happened. Somebody said, well, Billy Graham was such a good man, and somebody would post on that on that post. Well, Billy Graham couldn't be a good man because he wasn't a godly man. And then, how dare you say he wasn't a godly man? And this argument would ensue. And my thing is like, look, Billy Graham is is busting hell wide open at the day of judgment. I mean, he led tens of thousands of people into the gates of hell, Sad marching proudly with a false sense of comfort, and uh. Whenever, whenever, whenever Hugh Hefner died, I, I made a meme myself. You might remember it. I said, "Can we at least agree that Hugh Hefner is now in torment and will spend eternity in hell?" And of course, I was told, "Well, you're exactly what's wrong with the Lord's church, and there's no redeeming qualities about you whatsoever." And I'm like, "Good grief, people! Come on." Well, a lot of the same stuff that I'm seeing around the death of Billy Graham, where they're talking about how good of a Christian man he was. I'm seeing about this so-called revival at Ashbury College. Yeah. And I don't think many of my, I, I'm, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to some of my brethren that maybe they just don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Well, guess what? When it, 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 since this is a social thing that's happening in modern times, in the age of the cell phone, and we are a culture that is so narcissistic, we feel like we have to put pictures of our lives up on Facebook and TikTok and, and videos and stuff like that so everybody can say, look at me, look at me, or the, the people can say, look at me. You know how I feel about social media, and I understand we're on social media, but yep. you know, if we're not on it, the devil is going to have his way with it even more. If we're not on it, the devil has more time on it, that's for sure. That's it. Man, that, ha- I feel like he has less time on it with us on, it. not just us, but God's people. Yes. Um, 
So you type in Ashbury College Revival or Ashbury College in the search bar of TikTok. You will find you'll find more videos than you're able to watch. And you can see exactly what they're doing. It's nothing that's authorized by God. Well, I'm going to read um, not a really lengthy post, but for Facebook, it's a fairly lengthy post from Todd Clippard. And, and, and we're gonna, I'm going to talk about this. I do have a video that I want to show, and um, I'm not going to stop it and give commentary. We're going to talk through it. Okay, you know, we're, you know, just kind of, we're going to open up the video and we're going to be like, well, what do you see? What do you see is going on and all that. But Todd Clifford wrote this. It is with great, it is with a great deal of hesitancy that I post the following, but I've not heard or read from anyone speaking to this so-called revival at Ashbury College. Jesus is not, quote-unquote, pouring out his spirit at Ashbury or anywhere else for that matter. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit, as understood in the biblical sense, took place in Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 10. These two events were marked with specific signs and miracles by which those who were present could know with absolute certainty that an act of God was taking place. This is not the case at Ashbury or other locations where quote-unquote outpouring is being claimed. Folks can be influenced and encouraged to try to be better, more godly people. And the level of success or lack thereof is in no way influenced by any outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And young people in particular are far more likely to, than older folk to be influenced by social contagion. Now, before you break out the torches and pitchforks, the term social contagion is not inherently negative, even though the only way we hear it used today is negatively in regard to the alphabet crew. Social contagion explains the explosion of young people identifying with that aberrant science-denying collective. I'm all for people trying to live right, especially when it comes to the Bible. But to misuse biblical terminology and misapply the scriptures as a source or explanation is not good or helpful. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he wrote that. And mm-hmm. uh, and I will tell you this. I've got another buddy, Chris Olive, who wrote something. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if it's still up. Yeah. I truly don't understand the attention that Asbury College is receiving. If you want a revival, read your Bible and worship at your local congregation. I'm a New Testament Christian. The revival starts with me. Now, I'm, I'm, Chris is a very sound, very good gospel preacher, and this guy—I don't know if this—I don't know the guy that posted on his post that commented on his post is a New Testament Christian or not. But listen to what he says. He said, Chris, I'd just like to humbly disagree with your position. These people are going to a place where they are worshiping together and falling literally on their knees and praying to God for him to move in the world. It is so much deeper than just reading your Bible at your house. Our movement, the restoration movement, was impacted through a series of revivals. The most notable one would be in Cane Ridge, Kentucky. 
You can look back at church history and see the revivals of God and God working in them. People are driving thousands of miles to be with other believers. Honestly, before you judge these people's hearts or motives, I would recommend you go up there yourself and witness what's going on. So th- this, is, this is what I want to talk about, Aaron. First off, where did Chris judge anybody? That's exactly what I wanted to say. Oof. There was no, there was no hey, judgment. You're, you're going to have to just completely Take unhook your off. sound okay. and go through okay. your computer. computer. Now go, go into your settings and select your MacBooks. Okay, am I in now? Yeah, can you? All right, talk to me. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You, you're, you're. Is that any better? No, it's not. Actually, it's worse. All right, I, sh- I should be able to hear you now. Okay, check one, two, three, A, B, C. <clears throat> yeah, but, okay. but yeah, we're gonna have to get that fixed. Absolutely. All right. So, where was I? <clears throat> We were talking about. He said he did not in any way, Todd did not any, in any way judge oh. the motives and the intent to the people at Asbury. Well, that, the, the, yeah, that, that message was in reply to Chris Olive's message. Oh, Chris Olive. You yeah. know, where he said, I truly yeah. don't understand the attention that the Asbury College is receiving. If right. you want a revival, read your Bible and worship at your local congregation. I'm a New Testament Christian. The revival starts with me. I mean, like, that's just true. Like, that's just true on its face. There's no judgment there. He right. is what, what what this man is doing. He's looking at what's going on up there, and he's saying, "Hey, this is this is not needed. There's so much stuff, other stuff going on. The revival starts with you, and the the fella cites the Cane Ridge revival, which, as, as you know, when we went to Cane Ridge, mm-hmm. we know what happened to Cane Ridge. So I'm not saying that there's some good stuff that isn't going to come out of this, but the the problem is the Sociopolitical climate in which Cane Ridge happened was a sociopolitical climate with a country and a government that was founded in facts over feelings. Mm-hmm. And the problem I'm getting here, and what I'm what I'm really scared of with this Ashbury revival, is, and it does remind me of what I read about with Cane Ridge in the mm-hmm. Restoration Movement. And if you'll remember, again, Cane Ridge and the Restoration Movement, there were people falling down, being slain in the spirit to the point where they would drag these people and put them in a roped-off area so they wouldn't get run over by horses in the night. Yeah. They yeah. Were, they were, there were people that, were sl- that, were, that had the spirit that were running around barking up trees like dogs. Yeah. The, the, the thing that come out of the Cane Ridge is Barton W. Stone had a realization that going to the mourner's bench and waiting for God to change your heart is not scriptural, that a man can decide to obey the gospel. Yeah. And the, the, the restoration movement didn't happen in a bubble. You had Barton W. Stone. You had Alexander Campbell, Thomas Campbell. You had W.C. Scott. You had... Yeah. All kinds of people yeah. in different areas and different uh, that, that that don't even that wouldn't even known each other yeah. that were all coming to this conclusion because they didn't live in a time where we were a people that were based in feelings over fact. Yeah, 
So I'm yeah. scared that what's going to happen with Ashbury Revival, that it's just going to bolster and add cement to the foundation of this emergent church slash ecumenical yeah. movement. Yeah. In other words, you can be a Muslim, you can be a Hindu, you can be a Jew, you can be a Christian, you can worship any way you want to, you can even be an atheist. Yeah. And as long as you're spiritual, as long as you have the feelings, yeah. you're, you're, you're a good person and you're going to spend an eternity in the highest plane of existence. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there was also a recent post by a good brother uh, that he, he, he says something like, you know, and I'm just going to uh, uh, paraphrase a part of it, how it, he says it concerns me that, we're, that a number of brethren uh, are contending that we're members of a movement, you know, a faith heritage, a sect, or a denomination. And, you know, it's, again, we can learn from things in the past, but it's got to be rooted in in truth, scripture, and yeah, reason. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, that's what sometimes naysayers, that's what they, that's their message is that, well, the churches of Christ started in the 1800s, and it was because yeah. of the age of reason. And what's the guy's name? Not Thomas Paine, but what's the guy that's famous for his writings on reason and stuff? Um, oh, man. I don't know. There's, there's some way back that, that supposedly greatly influenced the way Alexander Campbell, Bart W. Stone, know those kind of, maybe they did, maybe they did, you know, but we can be thankful for the good things that they yeah. did, but we are, our, you know, my faith is not in them. And I know no. there are people out there that say, well, no matter what you think, say, or do, if you grew up in America in a group that calls themselves the church of Christ, you are adversely affected by Bart W. Stone, Alexander Campbell, and your roots are so deep in this sect and this faith yeah. heritage, this movement, you can't see out of, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even know Alexander Campbell's name until I was a grown man. Right. And they would say, well, you don't have to, you don't have to, well, that, know, that, that goes that back to you, that you know. implicit bias. Yes, and, and, and if you're white, you're racist, whether or not you yes. really feel that way. Right. Exactly. And like, no, that's stupid. It is. That's stupid. I, I, I yeah. I like you know, in, in school, we learned about the horrors of the racial issues in our history. And I, mean, I, I wasn't like we, we didn't, we weren't pitted against yeah. each other. The, yeah. the, the black people in my class and the white people in my class were taught this history. And it was like, you know, now you're united. Yeah. We've gotten past this. We still have some issues to work out, obviously. There's still going to be bad things that happen because <laughs> we live in a fallen world. But you're a part of the United States of America. You share now a camaraderie. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, in fact, the, the, the plea of, Fe- of Frederick Douglass, uh, a freed slave, by the way, was for the United States of America to live up to the lofty ideals of the document upon which it was founded. Yeah. And and we learned that. Well, that that that's the same thing, in my opinion, as being a member of the Church of Christ, learning about this history, like the Cane Ridge Revival, yeah. like Alexander Campbell and Barton W. Stone on two different sides of the world, literally coming to the same conclusion that the uh, anti-Burger Presbyterian New Light the Seceder Presbyterian Church 
might not be the church Jesus built. <laughs> and Barton W. Stone was traveling to the United States, and Thomas was already there. And as they were traveling to meet each other, they were both trying to figure out how to tell the other that they had removed themselves from this denomination. Yeah. Yeah. I, what's wrong with studying that? That doesn't mean that no. I'm found that, that that I'm founded in a denomination. No, it doesn't. And you know, I, this this attempt to emphasize that each generation is affected by the people that are around it. I don't know that anybody's done denying that. We've never denied that. Right. Maybe there were writings from Thomas Paine in his writings, Age of Reason, that influenced the way Alexander Campbell thought and all these kinds of things. But, but again, people in his day and in and, and Alexander Campbell's day, just like in our day, can take the text of God's word and come to the truth. They can come to acknowledgement yeah. and obedience of the one way. That's no matter how you. you were shaped or molded. That, yes. that does not mean that the church that Jesus died uh, to establish was established in the 1800s. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to dive off into this whole debate of whether or not the quote-unquote Church of Christ is a denomination. Yes. I think the Church of Christ absolutely is a denomination the way people frame it that claim to be part of it. Yeah, there are people that treat it that way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am not a member of the Church of Christ, capital C. Yeah. I, I would like to disassociate myself with the churches that were born out of the restoration movement <laughs> yeah it's just the truth yeah. because when i hear people get so wrapped up in that i'm like yeah you might as well you might as well put on a collar and a robe and yeah. you're the clergy yeah you know it's no wonder like we, we need to listen to these people that are leaving and are disgruntled yeah. and we need to listen to what they're saying yeah. because they're 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 putting a mirror in front of us and if we're not smart enough to look into it and straightway realize what manner of man we are, we're going to be the utmost fool. Yeah, we're doomed to just continue in our folly. You know, yeah, absolutely. Continue to push people away. All right, that, Again, just go to the Word of God. That's yeah. Just, that's, that oscillation is there. I don't know what to call it, but that is back. That is rough, man. I don't know what's going on. We got to get that fixed. I don't either. It doesn't make any sense. I'm separate from that mic now. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it can't be on my end. I mean, it, there's nothing that I would be doing that would right, affect you. Right. But I have had a major change on my end. You know, my computer crashed a little while back and I had to have it redone. So oh, that's what's going on. Okay. There could definitely be something on my end. Look, it, it, I hate to put this burden on you, but it may be that you need to get like a, a, a cheapy computer that's able to run this program and, and do this. Yeah, it may be something with the way they were set up. It's not working right. I don't know. Well, I mean, if if they if they went in and they popped your computer open and they started operating on it, you you may you may find some some issue. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But you could you could see if you can borrow somebody's computer and uh, and do it next week on a different computer. Right. Yeah. If I can by next week, that's what I'll do. See if it makes any difference. Yeah. Well, the, the church there where you are, they have a computer somewhere, don't mm -hmm. they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. just do it on their computers. Just yeah. do it on their computer next week and see what happens. Yeah. All right. Where were, oh yeah. So I don't want to get into this whole deal about the, the restoration. I will say this. I think it is very sad that my, my good friend and brother, um, and uh, and and someone I consider to be my quote unquote big brother uh, had to put in his 
message, I hesitate to say this, or it is with great, what did he say? To, uh, with great hesitancy. With great he- hesitancy. Let me read. Yeah. Let me make sure. I'm, I'm gonna, I don't want to quote him from my memory. It is with, great, it is with a great he- deal of hesitancy that I post the following. So it's a shame that he's even got to say that because, you know, he, he probably knows the kind of junk this is going to stir up. Mm-hmm. And and here here's the thing. This, this is what I try to tell my brethren. Look, we, we can look at something and be able to identify the enemy. We can look at something and see if if it's right or wrong. We have that ability of discernment, that 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 ability to judge. And you don't have I don't have to travel to Ashbury College. I can go to the internet, I can type in Ashbury College Revival on TikTok. And I can know what's going on. I don't have to be there. Well, we've yeah. got a video from there. Yeah. And it's one of the very first ones that show up. Let me. All right. Oh, don't. we got to put this. All right, here's the deal. Woman gets freed from demonic oppression. Here is the video. At oh. 84.0 seconds is where it begins. Ashbury Revival. Now, does that sound scriptural to you? No, it absolutely does not. Is this anything you would want to be a part of? No. Of course, people that don't know the Bible are going to say, oh, it does. Jesus cast out demons. The apostles cast out. It's biblical. It's right there in the Bible. Yeah. All right. I'm going to turn the volume down on this because it's not much. All right. I'm going to start playing it. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Can you hear that, Aaron? Yeah, I can. Yeah, the sad thing is, is I cannot because. All right. Talk to us about what's going on. What can you hear? Some muffled. Yeah, it's just it's, it's just a den, a cacophony of, of people. Yeah, someone's in, maybe talking to someone. Maybe there's a lead speaker. Yeah. Notice in the middle there, there's a glob of people that are kind of all focused on the same thing. And I'm going to fast forward it just a little bit. Any more excitement? No, not yet. Like there's one person, one person at the lectern, maybe. Yeah, I haven't seen this. Now someone's saying... Calling on Jesus' name, now there's clapping. Yeah. I've turned it up some. Can you? Screaming. Yeah. Cheering. Cheering. Yeah. Oh, I can see people standing up, clapping, and applauding yeah. now. Standing up, clapping. Evidently, that's when the demon left her. Yeah. There's people running down the aisle. Yeah, coming down the aisle. Somebody else coming up on the stage there. Yeah. What do you hear now? There's a bunch of people in the crowd. I can't really hear yeah. one voice. Yeah, just still the cacophony. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can make out I can make them out chanting over and over, Jesus name, Jesus name, Jesus name, or whatever. So yeah, so this, this this is what people are taking away from this quote unquote revival. Yeah, one, yeah. One person saying something like, "If you have questions or something, and 
Let's yeah. sing, sing victory or something. Uh, something yeah. about victory. Yeah. And, and like I said, I'm going to look on my phone here. Um, I'm going to open up TikTok. And I'm going to go search Ashbury Revival 2023. And just it's pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of videos. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you type in on Google, Asbury College Revival, just hundreds yeah. and hundreds of links that come up, yeah. you know, how, how they're supposedly ending this revival meeting after 50,000 flocked to the city for over 13 days. Yeah. The videos on Google go on and on and on as well. Oh, here's one. I, I'm, I'm going to download this in real time and. Two days ago, they began a live stream due to exceeding capacity. Yes, they're like 18,000. Yes, Barry O'Dell. From what I've seen, there have been several quote-unquote revivals there throughout the years. Yeah, this is nothing new, and there's nothing new under the sun. No. All right. Here's a, here's a headline that this was back two three days ago. Mike Pence shares how the college moved him spiritually in 1978. <laughs> I uh, be uh, you be moved. Uh, let me let me let me put this uh, moved into emotion further. Uh, well, that that's that's the issue. Yeah, that is the issue. All right, bear with me. I'm I'm setting up this video. Okay. I hate that you can't hear it on your end. Yeah, I know it. What's the deal with that? Uh, it's just because of how I have to listen to you. Yeah, yeah. I I've, I had to rewrite. I had to reroute some stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Local video from your computer. I entitled that Ashbury Jump, and you'll know why I did that as soon as you see the video. All right, now, are you ready? Now, remember, you can't judge this. If you judge this and say this is not scriptural, you're a bad man. This is day five going real strong. Love the genuine happiness in the room. They talk about Mike Pence being moved at the Ashbury College. You do that too much, you'll have a movement, all right. You'll have a bowel movement. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that is true, yeah. Uh, it's sad that the same sort of things are going on at Bible camps and youth rallies the so-called Churches of Christ. I have always said this. I, I, I have said this since 2013, 2014. It is the height of stupidity that, and, and incidentally, for those of you that are listening to this after the fact, um, what I, what I, the video that I just put up is from the, the, from the Ashbury Revival, so-called. And it, it, it just, go Google... Uh, Hip hop's hip hop concert, and the way yeah. the people are jumping down, up and down, pumping their fists, it's the same thing. Just yeah. terrible. 
Um, and if you go to a hip hop concert and, and you want to jump up and down, pump your fist, go right ahead. You're not violating any gun, any of God's laws. You might be violating God's laws by what you're doing there at the hip hop concert. But, but anyway, uh, back to the comment here. Um, Yes, it, 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 I've, I've always said it's the height of stupidity. You have a, a, a congregation of 100 people, and they have 15 youth. And they have an old, venerable gospel preacher, and he's responsible for teaching all of the adults. So he's the one that preaches the sermons and teaches the adult class. And they go out and hire a 19-year-old college kid with skinny jeans, a faux hawk, and a T-shirt that says, Jesus is your bro. And they're trying to get that little kid to tell the other kids how cool it is to be a homie with Jesus. <laughs> when it should be the opposite. Go get your 19-year-old with skinny jeans. Hire him. Tell him to dress appropriately. Get in the pulpit. And you're responsible for teaching the adults. Because if you mess something up, you're not going to hurt the adults too bad because they're not so stinking influenced. Mm -hmm. And you let the old man teach the youth. <laughs> yeah. It, yep. it, it's, it's the height of stupidity, this stupid model we have of, we have, I, I'm, I'm, I'm only 19, so I'm going to try to be a youth minister, and eventually I'll work my way up to being a full-time pulpit minister. And Mary look at Bell all. brought Titus 2 into it. He's so spiritual. I don't know why he even... Comments How dare sometimes. you bring Titus 2 into it? That's just being dogmatic. Hey, I know it. Tony, there's a, a video, for example, in this Google search results. Uh, is Osbury College Revival real? This was from two days ago. This is a video yeah. that has 14,000 views. One of the first few comments, someone said, I just wanted to share this. The Asbury Revival feels authentic and organic to me. This country <laughs> has gotten so far away from Jesus. And in my opinion, the Lord is bringing us back. Praise Jesus. The fact that so many in attendance are young gives me hope for the future. And if I could be there, I would. Yeah. Oh, that is so sad and misguided. It is. And so he, 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 this, is, this is something, and incidentally, I, I, Barry O'Dell and I go way back. I can be sarcastic with him, and he knows exactly what I mean. For those of you that are watching, I was being sarcastic with Barry. Titus chapter 2, there's some instruction there that goes something like the old men teach the young men and the old women teach the young women. Mm -hmm. What a novel idea. Anyway, so Barry, thank you for sharing that Titus 2. And for anybody that's listening that don't know the relationship that Barry and I have, mm -hmm. I am not being irreverent towards God's word, I promise. Aaron, I want to end on a positive note. Oh, go ahead, brother. I was just going to say, the very next comment after that says, yeah, it's real, all right. Jesus is real. And it happened in the early 80s. It started from Asbury College back then as, as well. Do your full research, folks. The Jesus movement swept across the nation, et cetera. Here's the last line I wanted to include. The Holy Spirit is moving across our land, and it's so encouraging to us who truly believe. And that's what Todd Clifford's comment is. Yes. Folks, the spirit is not moving through Asbury College. No. That is not what you see the spirit moving in Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 10. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Holy Spirit. Look, if you, every time I teach on the Holy Spirit, I say this caveat. 
if you leave this class and say that Tony Brewer thinks that the only way the Holy Spirit works in the world today is through the medium of God's word, you will be misrepresenting my position. I'm very careful. I'm very specific with my language. The only way the Holy Spirit works in the world today to in, to um, affect change in the hearts and minds of men and women, of course, is through the medium of God's word. You and I do not know what the Holy Spirit does in the realm of providence. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, uh, we got Joe Biden as president. Romans 13 is in the Bible. Daniel chapter 4 is in the Bible. What did God do to make Joe Biden become president? I don't know. But he did something. All right. Yeah. Now I'm just going to be. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, just, hello. I'm right there with you. Your video went off for some reason. My video is off. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, I hit the whoa. There you go. Yeah, but it's my. Thanks to your shirt buttons. <laughs> Dude, this has just been a medley of errors. What is going on here? Why did my Mevo just <laughs> come on, guys? Get it this together. Is... I know. Yeah, my Mevo <laughs> is just gone. We are, but uh, I can still see you. Yeah, well, yeah, which is rather unfortunate. You don't need to see me from this angle. Nobody needs yeah. to see me from this angle. Yeah, I can see Good the purple grief, shirt man. buttons. Don't be talking about my buttons. <laughs> They're not purple. I'm just joking. All right, you're, you got some of the worst sound I've ever heard. It's making my ears bleed. <laughs> now everybody's looking up my nose. Yeah. Listen, we we need we need a we need a show budget, evidently. All right. <laughs> Yes. Um, I want to end on a positive note. What would be the lesson that the Lord's church, that's right, the spirit is, <laughs> hush your mouth, Greg James. <laughs> yeah. He said the spirit is trying to tell me something. Yeah, Barry. Uh, that's it. Yeah, perhaps the Holy Spirit's moving to shut you guys up. Barry, yeah. you shouldn't end a sentence with a preposition. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Did you see his comment before that? We may no. not know what the Spirit does, but this just feels so right. That's the guiding thought for many. Amen. That's that's yep. exactly it that's is. exactly correct. And let me get Sue Ross's comments since we're getting comments now. Uh, I would love to have a concise response to this mess. All I can come up with is like pages long. I know members of the body of Christ who are impressed by this. Oh man, what would be? It's a good one. What what would be your concise comment response? I, well, just the first thing that comes to mind is find find that post by by Todd Clifford. Oh, that's a and, good one. And, and read it and share it. And well, if, find that find that post by Chris Olive as well. And Chris yeah. Olive is like Chris <clears throat> Olive didn't condemn what was going on. Yeah. He, he, the the only the only conclusion to say to, for, to what he said is is it's superfluous. Yeah. You don't need this big revival. There's already been a revival that 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 allowed the church that Jesus built to flourish in the, in the States. Yeah. Just start, go back to your Bible. I remember a, a preacher in the Lord's church, so-called, so-called preacher. He made a post about this Francis Chan book. Um, said every church ought to buy this, I can't remember what letter to the churches. Every, every, yes. every church ought to purchase this book and read it twice. Like, why? Why? There's poison in it, and we already got the truth in the Bible. I know it. And and I had an elder one time 
ask me what I thought about Muscle and a Shovel, the book Muscle and a Shovel. I said, well, I mean, I think it's okay, but I don't think it's the best, the best, the best book on evangelism out there. And he got excited. He said, well, what do you think is? I said, oh. I said, it's the book of Acts. He was crestfallen. And then yeah. he proceeded to argue with me. Yeah. He said, well, I, I, no, I, he said, I don't know. There, there's going to be, there, there, there's, there's 30,000 people that have, I, I said, how many people do you think have obeyed the gospel by reading the book of Acts? Yeah. I mean, if you're just going to compare numbers. I know. Are we a, we're, we are short shooting the word of God to say the least. The word, I mean, the yeah. word, the word of God has everything we need in it for the revival of, of mankind, <laughs> life and godliness. Yeah, for, again, Second Peter one three. You know, again, like you said, you, you you know, you didn't not saying that it's a sin to read muscle and the shovel, but folks, no. folks, I mean, put your trust in the word of God that there's enough there. For life and godliness gets them where they need to be. Yep. You can always find a book that's that was written uninspired book. Yeah. That is better than another book that we think I, it's like, I know it. But all along we've got it right here. We, I know. And and that's the thing. So uh I would I would to, to answer Sue Ross's question, a concise response is th- this is just emotionalism. This is yes. no different than and and again. Christians need to be sons and daughters of Issachar. Yeah. I know I know it feels icky. The 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 Chinese and the Russians, they have all your information anyway. Get a TikTok account and go look at what people are dealing with. Yeah. We have sequestered ourselves from the world. Yeah. We are not we we try to be no longer in the world. You have to be in the world. You got to know what's going on around you. And the problem that my brethren have is they don't know what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. So learn what's going on around you. Show people videos like. Yeah, right. I, can't, I can't hear you at all. When it's okay. Video. Gotcha. So what's going on in this video? The jumping up and down, the hooping and the hollering, looking like a, a concert, a contemporary music concert. Yeah. I, I remember reading about two men in the long ago who worshiped God in a way they thought was acceptable and God consumed them with fire. I remember reading in the long ago that a man brought a sacrifice to God that he thought would be found acceptable and God was displeased with it and it made him so angry that he killed his brother. So your thoughts and feelings, and this, 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 this is, this is one of those things that in this day and age is not it's not very much accepted, but God doesn't care about your feelings. Follow his yep. instructions. Yep. You know, I, I think um it's it's from the podcast that I did yesterday, Matthew chapter eight. Uh I think the formula for faith is in here. I really hope it's Matthew eight. I remember I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. All right. Yeah. I'm going to start reading in verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. Now listen. And I say to this one, go and he goes. And I say to another, come and he comes. 
and to my servant do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say unto you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Faith is obedience. If Jesus says go, you go. If Jesus says come, you come. If Jesus says do this, you do it. Regardless of how you feel, regardless of your emotions, if you want to know that you know him, go when he says go, come when he says comes, do what he says do. Hereby do we know that we know him if we keep his commandments, 1 John chapter 2. And don't change it. Don't you change know. it. You can't change it. How can? And, and this is obviously a change. So yeah. a concise response to this mess is, maybe you could say, it reminds me a whole lot of Nadab and Abihu. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Sue said, she said again, so is it Todd Clifford? Uh, she, said, she said Clifford. Oh, my, Clifford. we've had so many yeah. comments. I'm so yeah. sorry. Uh, Miss Sue, it's Clifford, C-L-I-P-P, isn't it? A-R-D, Clifford. Yeah. Yeah. That had that concise thing that I mentioned. Yes, that yeah, Todd mentioned. Clifford. Uh, yeah, no, it's not Clifford. It's uh, C-L-I-P-P-H-E-R-D. Yeah. Is that how you spell his name? I think it's A-R-D. Let me see. Yeah, A-R-D. You'll, and and yeah. listen, if you don't know Todd, you're, 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 not, you're not living life to its fullest. <laughs> uh, C-L-I-P-P-A-R-D. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Uh, Melissa wrote it. Todd Clippard, C-L-I-P-P-A-R-D. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Tony, I think back to First Chronicles 13.8. You know, they were playing with their instruments and singing with all their might, but that parade ended with tragedy because, you know, Uzzah touched the ark. And the, reason, and the reason he touched the ark was because altruistic. It was falling, and the yes. reason it was falling is because they weren't obeying God. First Chronicles fifteen thirteen. The Lord broke out against us because we didn't consult Him about the proper order. Yes, I. I would you put? Could, can, can you put that verse in the chat? Yeah, maybe. Can you? I don't know how to comment in there. I know how to do the private chat. I don't see how I can. Okay. Uh, what what is what is? The, I'm just going to type the. What is it? It's um, First Chronicles. I think only you can do that. It's uh, First Chronicles thirteen. Uh, eight second, and you might put all three of these because you have to compare these together. All right. Uh, First Chronicles thirteen eight. Second Samuel six six and hold seven. On, hold on, hold on. First. First Chronicles thirteen yeah. eight. All right. What else? Then Second Samuel six six and seven. Six and seven. All right. What uh-huh. else? First Chronicles fifteen thirteen, which I see on the screen, Barry has that there. First Chronicles fifteen thirteen. Barry Odell thinks he's hot snot on a silver platter. Yeah, and he's quick on the keyboard. That's for sure. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> All right. First Chronicles fifteen what? Thirteen. And, hey, you might also add Numbers four because that's where it goes back to. Okay, I'm Numbers four. Yeah, <laughs> they, you have. Four, um, yeah, you have. For those of you that are that are on the the that are watching this live you have that at your at your you can go look at those at your leisure but so that i think that's the best way is uh <laughs> tony Br- oh yeah barry odell thinks he's hot snot on a silver platter but he ain't <laughs> he's just a cold booger on a paper plate 
<laughs> All right, I probably don't need to say that ever again. I'm a, I'm a well-respected, uh, polished, no rough edges at all gospel preacher, and uh, yeah, that's 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 what we're going to keep telling folks. Um, I want to end on a positive note, Aaron. Yeah. What lesson should we as a whole take away from this? And the positive thing is this: evidently, there's people out there that are seeking. Why don't we do more things to find them? Why do we not Amen. do more things to help them find? Why why don't we why don't we spend a half a million to a million point five and rent out a large venue and pay for advertising? Well, why don't we do that? Yeah, why don't we draw people, you know, with the gospel and 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 have people in there singing songs, hymns, and spiritual songs, and see that we are people who have emotions, but emotions that are guided by God's word, yeah, not by our own desires, and not that we're sinlessly perfect in that. We right. have to make sure that we are constantly guarded in that, yeah, you know, because our emotions can start making decisions instead of, you know, our Bible heart based on. When they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, Acts 2, 37. When they heard what? A cognitive message given in words, you know. That's it. And, and think it, about this. It wasn't someone or some invisible thing moving on them. Even the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit enabled them to perform miracles on that occasion. That, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit wasn't tickling people's ears and, and moving them to, to obey the gospel. That's what the message did that the spirit gave the apostles. Let me, let me read this. This is amazing. Now, when they had gone, this is Acts chapter 13, starting in verse six. Now, when they had gone through the island of Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar Jesus, who was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. This man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elymas, the sorcerer, for so his name is translated, withstood them seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. Then Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O full of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had been done, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord. What was he astonished at more? He, he believed when he saw what had been done, but he was astonished at the teaching, not the miracle. Yeah. We need to rely less on spectacle and more on substance. Let us not be so bigoted, myopic, and judgmental to think that we need something like what's going on in Asbury. Let Amen. us spend a million dollars, a million point five, and let us get a venue together. And let us advertise and get people together and feed them substance. Yeah. Absolutely. What is wrong with that? 
but we're so short-sighted yeah. that we think, well, we, we don't need, I can't believe you spend that much money. I mean, that's just gimmicky. and that, No, it's not. That's just trying to take money. Yeah. That's just trying to get people in. If you bring them in with steaks, you'll keep, you'll have to keep them with two steaks. It's like, yeah, yeah well, what are we doing with the money sitting in the bank? Or That's just it. keep, or just keeping house, the building. Yeah. Well, I know. You know. Oh, man. Don't get me started on the whole I money. I know. In fact, I'm going to read something from James. <laughs> I can't stand it. I, I fully believe that every congregation of the Lord's church Every eldership ought to look at their look at their budget at the beginning of the year. Oh, we have a hundred and twenty thousand dollars surplus of funds. Let's figure out how we can spend it down to zero before January of next year. Yep. Yeah. I, I I went to an interview at a at a at a at a congregation and the elders kept trying to sell me on coming there by saying we're a sound church. And I'm like, well, and I asked him, I said, what? finally, after he said it like 10 times throughout the day, I said, what do you mean by sound? Because, like, I wouldn't be there unless they were sound. You know what he meant by sound, Aaron? Big 10. Well, big 10, and they didn't have any debt. They had a big pile of money in the bank. That's, that's like the one talent, man. He kept the money. And when the Lord came back, just gonna give him the money. Lord's gonna be like, I don't want that money. Yeah. I wanted souls that that money could have helped bring to God. Listen to this. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded, and their corrosion will be as a witness against you. And will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Mm. Folks, when Jesus comes back, if I'm an elder, if I'm part of an eldership, I don't want to have any money in the bank at all when Jesus comes back. I remember Keith Moser saying this. He said, if you're an eldership, what's it matter if the congregation where you are goes in debt $500,000? If you die or Jesus comes back, you won't ever have to pay that off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but we got to be quote unquote sound. We got to be fiscally sound is what that man was talking about. I got I got to get off that. Anyway, the point hey, is yeah. people are seeking. I, and I've got a verse too that I want to yes, before sir. I close. Second Corinthians 9, 8. That's one of my new favorite verses. God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good look at all those words wait 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 hold on (laughs) so what you're saying aaron is paul was telling the the corinthians hey stupid send the money that i told you to send that you've gathered and empty your checking account empty your bank account and don't worry about it because you're still going to have enough money to function because it's God that gives you what you need to function. Exactly. The the soundness, what was the word you used? Soundness of, of Fiscally, uh, money. Fiscally, fiscally sound. The physical soundness. Financially sound. So many are mistakenly, they, 
they are mistaken. They think that that to use, you know, sometimes we pray, God, as we give back to you, help the elders to do it in a way that, and I, I get that. I'm okay with that, but we need some more substance to that. Yeah. We need, we need to know that it's not in the wisdom of the elders or a group of men know. to know how to use the money properly as far as like, you know, I'm a genius in business yeah. and I know how to use it properly. Just use it on what the work yeah. of the Lord is. But sometimes we, we, we ought to waste the money. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Well, you, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple that you're studying the Bible with, and one thing that's holding them up from being able to come to worship service is they've got a second job that they work on Sunday. Yeah. Well, how much are you making? Well, we're making $100 a week apiece working on Sunday. So $200 a week. All right. So there's 52 weeks in a year. That is, what, $108? I mean, a thousand, ah, a thousand, eighteen hundred, whatever. Yeah, it's over, over a thousand. thousand. Yeah, two hundred. Come on, Tony. Now you got to get a calculator. I've got to get a calculator. I, I can't. If I weren't on the live stream and I didn't have my mind divided on more than one thing, I could do this. All right, two hundred times fifty. No, fifty-two. Two hundred. Times fifty-two, ten thousand four hundred. I didn't add the zero. I knew I knew a thousand didn't sound right. And okay, so this couple is earning two hundred dollars a week by working on Sunday, but they can't come to worship. Your your congregation that they're wanting to be a part of has a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Why wouldn't you just cut them a? $10,400 check and say, don't work on Sunday anymore. Well, we can't do that for everybody, Tony. If we started doing that, we'd be paying everybody's salary. That's what, that's what people would say. Well, then, 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 then you can't, that's the thing. Then you, that, that, then you don't understand what fairness is. Fairness is not everybody being treated the same. Fairness is everybody being treated in a manner in which they need. You know, I'm six yeah. foot tall. Somebody else is four foot tall. We're trying to see over a fence. I don't need a box. He needs a box. Well, why don't I have a box? We well, don't need a box. Okay. Right. Right. What if an eldership said, we're going to, we're going to pay for you for a year. So you be here on Sunday and that'll give you a whole year to find yeah. a, another job that, that pays you that. It, yeah. Yeah. If you can, if possible, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing. If the elders decide to do that, then keep it to yourself. Yep. You don't have to make a yeah. an announcement. Yeah. And and that might bring up the question, well, Tony, how do you know that doesn't happen? Because <laughs> I've talked to plenty of elders. <laughs> That's how I know it doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Hadn't heard of it happening, you know. Yeah. Um, God, God is able. That's the thing. But he's not able if we prevent him. Yeah. He's not able to make all grace abound toward us so that we're sufficient in all things and we have an abundance if we give sparingly. Yeah. That's why this text says, don't give sparingly. It says, instead, reap, uh, sow bountifully and reap bountifully, verse eight, uh, six. It. You know, well, from the heart. And I want to make a comment about that, what you said. You know, the, the rebuttal would be, well, we, we can't do it for everybody. If you've got $100,000 surplus in the bank, 
How many people can you give $10,400 to? How many families? Right. That'd be like 10. At least nine with some left nine. over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that would probably be just about every member of the congregation. Yeah. That needed Dep- it. Depending on how big your congregation was. Yeah. Something to think about. Anyway, that's my point. What we need to take from this is is probably the the mindset with which I watch all the videos on YouTube and, and and pick them. If there is that much Christian content on a social media app like YouTube, if there's that many people flocking to Ashbury College like there are, yeah, maybe we need to quit using the excuse that people just don't want Jesus today. Yep. Yep. And that's all I've got, Aaron. That's right, because some of those people, God only knows how many of them, if they could learn the truth from God's inerrant word, they would obey. You know, yeah. they, they, people need opportunity. I'm with um, you. So instead of writing off, yeah, we need to call it what it is. We need to speak the truth and say, hey, these things are, these things are unscriptural. They have no biblical basis. They're sinful things. Maybe the good thing is, hopefully, some of those people are doing that because they truly think they're seeking Jesus. That's so it. what? So what are we doing about it? Yeah. Are and we just are we just sitting back going, look at them sorry? I tell you, they just they just said that. Or is it? Has anybody commented on them? Are we commenting on these YouTube you know videos? Or are we saying, yeah. hey, you know, if you want an actual truth, you know, contact me. Yeah. You know. I, I, no, that's something to think about, and and that's another thing. Um, you know, n- no nobody here today. And I'll give this caveat: if you leave this live stream and you say that, oh, that Tony and that Aaron, they they just they think those people in Ashbury, Kentucky, are just the devil, and they think they're bad people, and they think no, we're, we don't think they're disingenuous. We don't think they're yeah. bad as the world counts bad. We we don't think anything like that. We don't think they're we we don't. We just think they're people that are misguided. Yep. And it's our job to guide them. Yep. Absolutely. And and what we have seen for this Ashbury revival is there are people out there that are seeking. So maybe we need to figure out how to have results like that in the Lord's church. Yep. Amen. All right. Aaron, I got to be done, brother. Yeah, that's it. That was, that's good. And, and hopefully something we said has moved somebody in the right direction on, you know, that's it. Yeah, De- Deborah O'Neill yeah. says, how many families in the congregation are helping other people to the point that they could use some help from some from the congregation? Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, Very good point. Yeah. That's it. Good heart, right place. Good heart. Ah, heart's in the right place, but it's poor execution. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, listen. If y'all like the Christianity Now podcast, be sure and uh, for for right now, follow the Cogitations Facebook page and the Two by Two podcast. Next week, we are going to be streaming on the Christianity Now Facebook page that is not in existence yet, and Cogitations and Two by Two. So hopefully, we will be able to uh, raise the audience and and the likes and stuff on the Christianity Now Facebook page. It's going to be slow going, but it's something we want to do. And then there's some other stuff that that's that's in the works that. Um, we're going to be kind of pressing the accelerator on. So 
Thank you so much. I cannot believe the amount of people we had in the audience today. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get this technical difficulties worked out and figure out what we can do about that. Uh, but thank you so much. Thank you for the comments. Aaron, you got anything you want to say yeah, before we close? Same, same thing. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate all y'all's comments. and Keep coming back, and we'll try our best to give you substance from God's Word. All right. This has been Tony Burr and Aaron Dotson with Christianity Now, and we'll catch you on the flip side.